Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Isaiah, let me ask you a question. Have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? Nah, what's that? Okay, let me give you the rundown. It's basically the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you literally everything you need all in one place. Do you want to know how it works? Yeah, tell me all about it. Okay, well, Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start recording today. You don't even need any fancy software or anything like that. Whoa, we got to get on top of that ASAP. Right? And there's still more. You can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. What? I'm on Spotify every day. Let me log on real quick. Also, with Anchor, creators like us can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. I'm going to download the Anchor app and check anchor.fm and start today. Hello, every 
everyone. Welcome to Silent Podcast, where we're anything but silent. And today we're going to be covering Amazing Race, season 33, episode 5. Yes, we're I feel like halfway through at this point. I don't know. We're we're making it, y'all. And I am your host, Sasha Joseph, where I will be taking you on a journey around the world. This is going to be my favorite show. So again, I say this every week, get excited for it because you have travel, you have scavenger hunt, you have drama. What more do you want? And I will be having rotating guests this season. So let me know who you like. Maybe we can get them on. And the biggest thing, please, please, please make sure you're leaving reviews uh, to make sure you you're enjoying the content. You can do it on Spotify. You can do it on Apple. So thank you so much for everyone that has left reviews. I'm going to read our newest five-star review from Elizabeth81890. Uh, her review sell, uh, sorry, I don't know if you're her. Sorry, Elizabeth. Their review says, silent podcast, not so silent. I really love Sasha and the whole silent podcast crew. I've gotten back into Project Runway because of Gia, Naomi, and Nicole. Loving the PR coverage. Also glad to see Amazing Race coverage coming out. I love Sasha's unique and diverse opinion on the race. So listen, it's almost like Kismet brought this together. Because Elizabeth, <laughs> you put this review out. And then today, my guest will be making it work on this podcast, y'all, because I had to make sure I needed to get her on ASAP so that we don't get any she's robbed situation. So mm -hmm. today we have Naomi. You have heard her on many podcasts. You've heard her on Project Runway coverage here on Silent Podcast. Naomi is here. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Sasha. Shout out to Elizabeth. I know exactly who that is leaving such a beautiful review of both of us. What? Yeah, right? Words. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, first of all, thank you to Silent Podcast for the opportunity to cover Project Runway because I have been demanding coverage from just anybody I've listened to for years and nobody's answered my prayers. So I had to grab Gia and grab Nicole and answer my own prayers. I'm Period. so happy to be a part of this. Listen, like Lulu and Lala say, girl power all the way, right? And that's the mm -hmm. point. What do you mean? Like, Isaiah makes things happen for <laughs> for us here on Silent Podcast. So I, I love the coverage. So obviously, Elizabeth is right. Thank you again, Elizabeth. So again, if you want your review heard on the podcast, just make sure you leave us a five-star review. Please, you're going to help us out, man. Just do it. So, Naomi, I have to ask, before mm. we get into it, I need your history with the race. You know, how are you feeling about this cast? Anyone you like? Anyone you're like, why are they still here? Yeah, tell me. Tell me all. <laughs> so, in general, I started watching Amazing Race because I was watching Survivor, and then I would see that some people were talking about the upcoming season, and what that season ended up being was the season with uh, the Survivors and the Big Brother players on it, um, and I was excited to see uh, people like Eliza and Corinne back on my screen. So I thought, okay, mm -hmm. I'll watch that season. And I watched it and I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then I watched the next season and I actually <laughs> became friends with James over quarantine. Uh, James, who won The Amazing Race because we played an org together. I and love this. <laughs> then he was at The Amazing Race and it was crazy. 
Um, and so I got really into it. And then the pandemic happened. So I was like, well, you know what I'll do? I'll watch the entirety of The Amazing Race. And that's exactly what I did. And it was like so much fun. I love The Amazing Race. I actually, my hot take, uh, I can't do it on my own podcast because nobody wants to talk about it with me. But I think Phil Kogan is the best CBS <gasps> host. Well, oh, maybe that's what it. I can come and talk about. <laughs> he, Phil Kogan is amazing. I could do a whole podcast about him because I love him to pieces. And I'm not just saying that because uh, because Jeff Probst is a Kansas City Chiefs fan and they just beat the Bills. I'm saying it because I mean it. And I, so I watch the whole season. I watch everything about The Amazing Race. And um, I, I love it so much. I love travel and I love the world. And I love the way that The Amazing Race incorporates you know, remote places in the mm. globe and gets people to interact with the public. I don't always love some of the more offensive stuff that happens, but, uh, you know, it's not their fault that sometimes they cast people who are culturally insensitive right. and then they lose. So it's always a great time. Yeah. Sometimes Americans are going to American. What can we do? You know, oh, I it's... just watched, I just watched the season with Cody and Jessica on it, the one they oh, win. And gosh. Cody is like traveling around the globe. He's like, I just miss America. Shut the hell up, Cody. You miss America? Like he like cannot. You know, he just can't help himself. Like oh. from just being him. I, hate I don't know how else so to much. say that. Yeah, he's horrible. <laughs> um, it's annoying because at that point, I think because we were so close to like their big brother season yep. that I was like, well, I kind of want them to win because of how horrid the big brother season was not because I like them as people at all. Oh. It was more that I was like, I think you deserve a W, but look now I'm like, absolutely. They didn't. I was just mm -mm. clouded by my big brother, like horrible. <laughs> and that season has two other really great potential winners. The, yes. the X games, uh, women who are really cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, Evan and Henry, the Yale students. And it's just such a shame to see Jess and Cody win. I know. <laughs> They were uh, they were somebody I was rooting for initially. So I the very first snippet I ever saw of Big Brother, I was playing mafia with some friends, and Eviction Night dies, or whatever the halting hex. Episode oh was yes, on. yes, the and it was hex, live, yes. and I was like, oh wow, she's really what an underdog story. And I was rooting yeah. for them to win the Amazing Race when I heard about it, and now I'm like, God, I hate all of you. But yeah, now I'm like, I messed up. I understand everyone. <laughs> Yeah, I atone for my sins of liking Justin Cody. Exactly. But I love that. The Amazing Race so much. I'm so happy to be here to talk <laughs> about it because I feel like people don't um, people don't respect the decision-making that goes into The Amazing Race. And I yep. think this is a great episode to talk about the way that, like, being a patient and thinking uh, – being a patient, thoughtful person really makes all the difference on The Amazing Race. Yes, exactly. Because um, I so I've been messing up on these past weeks because <laughs> I always come like with the tea later because I'm like, oh, I should have listened to this podcast or, you know, what, you know, listen or read this article, whatever. So, yeah, it seems like there was a lot of driving this time and not just driving a lot of like they needed to follow a lot of the rules, which meant they have to follow speed limits while everyone else around you isn't. Mm. Uh, and everybody got lost. Apparently, it was like Lost City uh, here. So I, I I don't know. Like, to stay calm, uh, like, under all of that pressure is wild. Like, in, you know, no shade to any other. Like, I like the C all of the CBS big three. But it's just the Amazing Race, I feel like, is special because – it feels way more like anyone could do it if you like just 
you know, planned well. Oh, yeah. So that's why I think I feel more connected to The Amazing Race. But, you know, is is there anyone on this cast that you're just, like, loving? Yeah. So I was – I had tweeted – I was really bummed uh, in, the, you know, the restart of the race mm-hmm. that Taylor and Isaiah were no longer yes. participating. They were the people I was saddest to, to lose. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, we've been watching this season, and I, I don't miss their presence whatsoever. Um, yeah. And I have to say that my favorites are Lulu and Lala and Raquel and Kayla. I love oh, yes. the the two women alliance like coming together, saying a woman hasn't the woman woman team hasn't won the Amazing Race in a long time. And uh, it's so funny. Like after binging all the seasons, people say that every season, yeah. but every season I find that I'm rooting for the women women teams, and because it's true, because the, you always want to see them succeed. I love them, and I also love the flight attendants in particular because they're so funny. This episode, just yap, yammer to each other. We're so great. We're amazing. We're probably in first place right now, and they're in fifth. It's incredible. That's they're, the energy I need. That is <laughs> I want that the... confidence in myself when I'm failing hard. Exactly. No, that's exactly <laughs> the energy I need because, oh, my God. Um, I have super imposter syndrome where it's like even when I'm doing well, I'm like horrible. Yeah. I suck. Look at me. Like, I can't get it together. And then I get to my destination or, you know, do whatever I got to do. And it's like, oh, you were actually good. Got it. Um, So, you know, it's just Raquel and Kayla. If you're teaching classes, LMK, I'll be there. Um, (laughs) And I, you know, before we get into the show, uh, really quickly, I ask this to every guest. If you were to race with a celebrity, who would it be? Mm -hmm. Well, I know that if I was ever to go on the amazing race because i i yes. agree with you sasha i think it's the most tangible show i think mm-hmm. that it's the easiest to see yourself in um i've said this i would go on the amazing race with my brother he can drive stick shift he's tall Ooh. he's strong now do i want to be a woman to woman team sure but i don't drive <laughs> stick shift so i need someone else to fill that gap and but, i mean more likely your chances of winning unfortunately are lower yeah, go go way up if i have Just, a that's the truth. dude with me yeah um, yeah Someone, someone who can take on like all the run up this hill tasks. Mm-hmm. But I think if I was to go on with a celebrity, I would want to go on with somebody that I want to be like friends with. So mm-hmm. I'm out here, honestly, thinking like I go on with like Padma Lakshmi or something. I just want to hang Ooh. out with somebody that I want to ask a bunch of questions to while we're driving in the car for hours. Just be like, yeah. Right, and when you have downtime after. Yeah. Oh my God. Padma Lakshmi would be amazing because she, when she's a queen, and I feel like she low key probably is pretty strong. She, like, I think she's she, ripped, man. For those right? arms. Ugh. Yeah. A, she'd be a, like, I feel like she would, if I was on The Amazing Race, I don't know about you, I would just be like staring out the window all the time. I'd be so excited everywhere we right, were going. Right. Me too. And I feel like Padma would also appreciate the locations we're at like if i mm-hmm. just want to freak out about being in like thailand for a second i'm sure she'll let she's not going to pressure me to keep no moving. we're gonna have a she'll probably tell you a cool story about right. thailand like that's what i feel so oh my god i mean everyone's so good at these choices i think at the <laughs> end of <laughs> these episodes um of our coverage i have to do like not a brand steal but i need to like <laughs> put the teams together and be like okay sasha and cardi b where are we going <laughs> You know, like what's going on? I think, unfortunately, Jason Reed and Debo have the best. Debo Samuels mm. have the best chance of winning, um, which is a bummer, I will say. But you know, Debo, do it all, Samuel. We 
get it. We get it. Um, but yeah, I think look forward to that. And um, I think I'll ask people uh, like towards the end or even now tweet me um, who you would go with or leave it in the review. Who would you be going on your amazing race with so I can like yes. add it to my maybe finale list of brands. Not an actual brand deal. I don't have the time. Uh, I or think patience. it's a great season, like a great fake yes. promo season to make. I would yeah. love that. <laughs> oh my god, I should just figure out pictures and Photoshop me and Tondalash in the same photo together. You have my blessing, please. Oh my god, I'm gonna ask Isaiah. Be like, can you do this? And he's gonna be like, who the hell are half these people? <laughs> oh my, god. yeah, I should do it on Twitter. Who's who you got winning? And it's just all these random ass teams. Yeah, we'll do a bracket. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh, but my anyway, god. watch me forget about all of this when it's actually time. <laughs> but you no, Cardi team, would be a great team. I you think we'd be team be... great TV. Like, yeah. and so <laughs> it's gonna be non-elimination legs all the time. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, but my I watch. Um, Cardi does this thing called uh, I think it's Cardi tries or something. But it's literally her trying new things. Uh, and I think it's a Facebook show. So I know that she's good at actually uh, trying new things. Like she's not like she's going to be cardi about it, but she yeah. still she'll do it. So that's why I was like, I think she'll actually be good. And she's famous. So I think that if we are walking around the street and somebody be like cardi and then I'll be like, can you help cardi out to win? Tell us where to go. That was that was one of the craziest parts of the influencer season. I remember is that yes. people would recognize influencers, or mm-hmm. even like the survivors or people they were fans yeah. of, brother, and be like, "Let me help you." It's crazy, and I love that. I would exploit the absolute hell out of that. Maybe oh, I go with somebody. Are like, you kidding? Yeah, famous. Like you go with like former president, former first lady Michelle Obama, just to oh, be like, "Oh my god, you win!" What do you mean? First of yeah, all, she's a badass, so she's just gonna do every task. She's gonna she's be like Jack. She'll be fine. Yeah, she's gonna be like Sherry, where she does every task and will win beast every task. Poor Sherry. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I'll be the Sherry, obviously, in that like, <laughs> like struggling, like Sherry, but she will be the Sherry, as in she's doing all the damn tasks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love this. This is like my favorite part of my segment. Anyway. So um, I think yeah. let's start. Uh, okay. Let's get into it. It's season 33, episode five, Stairway to Hell. <laughs> great name. Great name. Which is like my worst nightmare. Uh, but Sometimes the amazing anyway. race titles are too long, too wordy. It's like a yeah. quote that's like kind of funny, but doesn't really work. Perfect quote for this episode. Literally. Like <laughs> the best one. Um, all right. So Phil announces, which is new. Um, I want to say the teams will now be separated by groups based on the order they finished um, on the last leg of the race. And then the groups will leave together within 15 minute intervals. Mm-hmm. So um, back in the day, just, you know, if you're a new Amazing Race uh, fan, it's that if you came in at 7.30, you're going to be le- p.m. You're going to be leaving 7.30 a.m. usually. Mm-hmm. Like it's always um, usually about 12 hours uh, that yeah. you're leaving. And then, you know, so on and so forth. So that's how you stagger the teams. It's like if, you know, if you're the last and you came in at 9 p.m., you're going to leave at 9 a.m. Uh, and of course, like with an asterisk, because sometimes 
you do leave in staggered times, but then you show up to some place and it's open right. at 10. So <laughs> it didn't even matter. So like there are those moments, but I want to like call attention to that because this is new uh, for Amazing Race. And uh, Kim and Penn talked about this on their um, recap that it re- they are really stressed about it. So I wonder what that means um, that they're yeah. stressed about it. It's well, I it's funny, like the amazing race for so long would explain so much. They would yes. be like, We're giving them a hundred US dollars, but they would pay for their flights on credit cards. And like Phil would just explain every logistical part yes. of everything they were doing. And they don't do that anymore. They're like, F it, you figure it out on your own. They're like, like Google it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, figure take a guess as to how much money they have. But it's just fascinating how like money doesn't really play a part in the season anymore, especially because um it hasn't in a while but in mm-hmm. particular this season it won't matter because they're going to drive themselves a lot more they're not going to take public transportation they're not going to use cabs yeah and uh I really think that um this is a great idea in terms of like ensuring that the the episode and the like I say episode I mean like when you're when it's happening doesn't go too yeah. long that things don't take too long mm-hmm. but also ensuring that everybody is safe which is like you know, I work in TV and I work on TV shows that travel and you're getting COVID tested every day. You're getting checked to make sure that the people around you are COVID tested. So everybody who's on the mat, who's running a task, they're all probably mm. tested. And part of that is, you know, for the safety of everybody involved. And I love that it's incorporated into the travel, that they're flying with charters, that they're staying in yeah. locations longer. Um, I'm glad that Phil kind of explained this to us. But yes, it also means that the teams have to really be on their ass and they have to work twice as hard to ensure that they keep their lead, which I kind of love because there's nothing I hate more than on on the Amazing Race where like one team is clearly doomed because they have a speed bump and they're three hours behind yep. and they have no chance. And that always makes me sad because it's like they, you know, if they're like Arun and Natalia and they're getting lost oh, like half the time, like what are they going to do? <laughs> so oh I'm glad that God. they have a fighting chance. I know. It's... Um, this is just how I feel, okay? And I want to get it out of the way. I'm stressed <laughs> for my people, man. It's like, they mean well. And I think they really are trying. But, like, it's like the little engine that could. And it just, it's not. It's, it's mm. just not happening for them, unfortunately. And, you know, I think I think I mourned them. I think it's high. it's okay if they go. Like, I, I don't know that next week I'll, you know, the guests will get my wrath. So, I'm I'm grateful that the the flame has slowly burnt out for me, but I I think that they're amazing at tasks. Like when they get to the task, they're actually pretty good. It's just unfortunately getting there is not it for them. But oh. anyway, we'll get to that. Oh, bless <laughs> their heart. God, they're um, they're one of my favorite teams I've seen in a long time. Yeah, like, exactly. Pure energy, and they're so bad at the race. They're terrible. <laughs> But they're so fun that I'm like, Kim, I hope you win. You're absolutely garbage at this, but I hope you win. Right. It's like figure it out. Somehow, some way, you need to win. I don't know how. Don't ask me. <laughs> but um, I also want to say, again, which I didn't name last time because it's just I didn't know. Uh, apparently, um, uh, there were like a lot because they were speed bumps. Yeah. Uh, is why they were so bad. So I was like, are you kidding me? Like, come on. Um, why? You know, I don't know how they can't just keep like, why wouldn't they just show that or at least name it that like they're behind there's Michael and Mo and Arun and Natalia are so behind because, yeah, da, 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 da. you know, you it's like, it's, do you think it's fair for them to have speed bumps coming back into the race? 
I mean, I understand it. Like, I even said, like, I didn't understand why Lulu and Lala didn't have a speed bump when it was a continuation, mm. like, when it was the mm-hmm. keep on racing leg. So I, I do understand it. And I'm not, again, I'm not against it. I It just sounded like what Arun and Natalia were saying is that it felt like a straight up, um, like, task. Like, it wasn't like a 15 minute thing that gets out of their way yeah. like they it, they literally had to go in a cabbage or a lettuce i don't know cabbage I yeah guess, i was like listening. do bowling <laughs> yeah so it's, it's so like funny when you explain it like that because it's like it's, <laughs> they were like zorb thing and they had to knock yes. down like but yeah and that that sounds so funny are you kidding me i want to see That's what i'm pushing around a zorb are you joking imagine michael and mo first of all their height difference is so comical and then on top of that you're telling me i need to watch this that's so funny fumble the bag i would rather have watched that than doing the belt task just say that they did a task i don't care right i don't Uh, care about the damn belt the belt task is something where like all you're watching for, and that this is like what I think the Amazing Race sometimes loses focus on, is like mm-hmm. all you're watching for is somebody to be told, yes, this is correct. At least yeah. with the flags, they're they're tough. They're it's tough of to course. find out. Mm-hmm. But all all the belt is is just like tap tap tap. Okay, am I good? Okay, I'm good. Bye. Gloss that over in two minutes. I don't give a I don't give a crap about those belts. Yeah, so them strenuous and tired. I, I when I heard about this missing, because I also didn't hear about it like you until like way down the line. I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah, I was so <laughs> mad because I was like, yeah, and it's like uh, not me trying to drag my poor teams when it's not even their fault this time. Like it's just it's just that they had to do an extra task. Yeah, oh, and, and it makes it, me it, so angry. That's one of the things that about the Amazing Race where like sometimes you'll be like the the Amazing Race. And it is is so readable. It's like yeah. more readable than Edgic on Survivor. You can literally mm-hmm. just be like, all right, so they're fine. <laughs> and when I was watching it, I was like, oh, like, like Sherry is doing all right. And like Akbar and Sherry are gonna finish this race like in fifth. Like, that's crazy. Right. And it was just one of those things where like if you think about it for two more seconds, you're like, wait, this does not make any logistical sense. How the absolute F did this happen? Uh, yeah, it's so- like the math ain't mathing on this. Like, explain <laughs> more. And I'm just like, I remember even saying that on the last week's podcast where I was like, but how did they catch up that much? Like, were they really just that lost? And this week, it seems like, yeah, they really were just that lost. But last week, I was like, how did two teams get this lost? And it seems mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's why. So don't play me, Amazing Grace. I don't appreciate you on that i'm not stupid phil kogan right i'm your your biggest fan so don't fuck me on this man i'm period like Like, come on guy uh but yeah so basically um back to this now so group one consists of ryan and dusty and kim and pen which again bummer because if ryan and dusty were super ahead it's a wrap now uh so but they do decide that hey we're just gonna work on stuff together because Mm -hmm. i think everyone uh and kim and pen talked about this that everyone seems to be very daunting daunted by the the amount of driving so the easier you are at least you're with someone then you feel better so that's why they ended up working together and then naomi i want to know ryan and dusty are talking about like we are confined in a cage now we can be free animals like i don't need this aggro energy I mean, it's so funny considering that one of them, I forget who was like literally wrongfully yeah, in prison. And he's like, yes. and he's like, but COVID was the worst. 
like, look, I got to go on walks during COVID. I didn't like. I get it, but like, I got I to could, go to I could have a phone <laughs> during COVID. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like it, it's so funny when the Amazing Race like gives you these sort of like summed up little stories, and they're like, oh yeah, we're free now, we're back in the world, and it's like, yeah, that part's cool, but like, you don't have to like compare it to being in a cage. Jesus, guys, chill mm-hmm. out. I feel like the driving is something that. I love on The Amazing Race, even though it doesn't seem that exciting, but, like, when people have to be really responsible for themselves on The Amazing Race, like, when they take, like, transit and they get lost, that, to me, is always way more fun because it brews chaos, people start fighting, people are looking at maps and, like, crying, like, that's what I want out of The Amazing Race. Mm -hmm. I don't want somebody, like, yelling at a taxi cab driver who doesn't understand English. I hate that shit. I I want them to be yelling at each other. Exactly. It's like don't it's like they probably speak multiple languages. You American only speak one. Like this is when I really be dragging these people when they go to India because it's like, first of all, like India, like Indians, like where are you in India? You know, which state are you in? Because any given day, there's probably 18 at least official languages being spoken. Like, shut up. Like, stop it. So anyway, yeah. So now um, they're going to get to the roadblock. And this is where I just I cannot stop laughing because the the clue was who wants to get down with a Travelocity roaming gnome. And everyone's like, it's a dance task. Yay. So Kim, of course, jumps literally for it. And so does Dusty. Dusty's like, cool. I guess I'll do the I'll do this task. And then they rip it and turns out, Naomi, it's jump at the opportunity because it's a switchback to season 14 where teams must bungee jump from 722 feet. I love season 14. Great season. This is a great task. Mm -hmm. Sasha, could you do it? Could you do the jump? I mean, yeah, I tweeted this where I said, like, I'd find 722 ways to say no, but, (laughs) uh, you know, one for each foot. But... If I'm a very competitive person, like mm. if anyone just like has played any game with me ever in life, like, yeah, I'm horrid. So I would do it. Um, Like I, I would be crying. I would be like cursing all up there. But like I do. I'd be like, well, we got to do. OK, I, I, I can't lose. Like I'm, it's, we're not going to lose because of me. So we jump in and I hope I don't die. Why? Yeah, it's the opposite of 13 reasons why. It's 723 yeah. reasons why not. I mean, exactly. I agree with you. If I'm going to be terrified, of course. You're all, like, yeah. heights just always instill some flight or fl- fight or flight motivation within people. But like, you got to do it. And it's it's so funny to me after watching all of The Amazing Race, barely does anybody bail on heights tasks. Everybody yeah. usually gets them done. People can power through them, whether it's descending, going, rappelling down a really tall building or taking a bungee jump or skydiving. Like the only time that somebody's really chickened out is the iconic water slide moment. Yes. And it's so funny because that's just a water slide. I would, yeah, I can't swim and I would do that one because it's like you figure it out. You know, it's, I, I mean, I do go to water parks, right? You just have the lifeguard be like, can you just wait at the end and catch me? Because I can't swim. Right. So there's ways. Like, I, I don't care. I would do it. So, yeah, I agree with you. It's it's not worth the four-hour penalty. It's really not. <laughs> maybe if you're Aruna and Natalia, it actually would be because maybe you would end up, <laughs> like, normal timing. But, you know, for every – and maybe Akbar and Sherry. But 
listen, they make it happen somehow. So no, it's uh, let me not even drag them at all. Um, but yeah, so the point is that like they're going to Rizaka, Rizaka, damn, and I'm just like, y'all got me messed up, got me like bungee jumping during COVID. Absolutely not. Uh, but I, I, I yeah, little harness, you know, like oh my God. he's all ready. So to go Jessica too. Lee's tweeted this right, but like. Would do? Would you be scared of being impaled by the gnome? I would be scared of the gnome like hitting me. Like, yeah, if that gnome like swings in a way where it comes back in, like I have a gnome-sized bruise on the side of my leg. Like, yeah, and his hat is like really ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So I, because the point is, like, because you have to put like Titanic pose, right? Like your hands have to be out. It's not like you Mm -hmm. could be cat holding the gnome so that it doesn't move so that thing is burp, burp, all over you oh my god absolutely it why like i would just like drop it at that point and be like fuck this gnome like get okay out of here. do you want to know a roaming gnome fun fact yes so i work on a, a food travel show and yes. we shot in croatia recently uh don't tell my boss i've said that but no. shot in croatia and we used somebody uh in, in foreign countries, when you shoot a TV show there you or a movie, you use something called a fixer. And a fixer mm-hmm. is designed to be your sort of liaison as an American crew with the country that you're visiting. So Got they it. will hire people and help you purchase things ahead of time and find locations, whatever. And the fixer we were working for had worked on The Amazing Race a couple seasons ago and was their Croatian fixer and had in his office and he would be on Zoom with it a little roaming gnome. Oh uh, my like that, God. I shouldn't say a little. He had like that size roaming gnome <gasps> on his shelf. And I one day was just like, I was like, you had the gnome? And he's like, yeah, I worked on The Amazing Race. And I was like, fucking cool. Like, I love this oh so much. Oh so my God. Apparently, if you're a fixer on The Amazing Race, they give you a gnome. Oh, okay. okay. Well, now I guess I have a new job I need to find. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me just like have a gnome randomly back here one day, and it's like, how did that show up? Nobody knows. Yeah. Um, but yes, so now the teams are going to be working together, and uh, these two teams. But turns out it's gonna be a two and a half hour drive to this dam. It's Oof. like, what? Two and a half hours? Like, what was the reason? Um. And what Kim and Penn, um, again, said is that there were no road signs or, like, barely any, obviously not in English, um, because this wasn't, you know, this is not, like, Zurich, right, in Switzerland. Like, it's, a like, a small town. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like they, again, the teams cannot go above the speed limit, but everyone around them is going against going above speed limit so they're basically kind of going against traffic which is another issue for them um it's like they can't even go a mile like above speed limit which i was like i knew that but did i actually know that yeah that's one of those things where like it's just like the legality of it all like if you're Mm -hmm. you know you don't want to get arrested you don't want to get in trouble but also liability wise you don't want your your crew to get in trouble or whatever yep. you know what i was thinking while i was watching this episode is like imagine you're the camera guy in the car with those people and like if you're like with a room in italia and they're just lost and they're driving forever what if you have to pee do you have to say to them like hey i'm sorry as your camera guy i need to use the bathroom you guys need to pull over like it's like yeah the so of it, when your camera guy has to go to the bathroom so i was actually um learned about this last season yeah it does look like when the camera people have to go 
you they have to go um and you kind of have to stop but i guess the equalizer is that all camera people will have to go um so you just hope you have the one with the best bladder it seems like so yeah, the one who drinks the last least amount of water exactly like i'd be like who who hates water here call me um like who's I mean, maybe had a kidney stone out. before yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do switch out camera people so every right. I think it's every like you get a new camera person so there's mm-hmm. no favorites um but is it almost and then there's another question right is it better to be the person who's stuck in the car filming or in Natalia or if you're filming like Akbar and Cherry and you got to go up and down those stairs oh hell like, is, or, like which it seems is like better? they had drone right like do you think the camera was following them or was there a drone so there's definitely I feel like the the best way to think about it is that anytime you see them on foot a camera is following them and probably people. maybe yeah. even three if there's a sound guy usually it's just the camera guy mm-hmm. um but also yeah the drone is going and I think you could see that the camera guy would be like up top filming from, yeah like, above, waiting you know? for them yeah exactly yeah because oh, i in my that? mind i'm thinking then like one's at the top and then one's at the bottom because the bottom one for sure has to run around with them mm-hmm. but i'm wondering if like there was just an amazing race camera person up top like yeah. waiting for them to come up and then their camera person was at the bottom kind of like walking with them uh it, it is yeah. my dream to interview camera people and production people right because oh i am God. fascinated by every aspect of how this works like to me it's like getting to talk to like a nobel like scholar like in terms of production yes. it's just like when you think about the logistics of getting all these people to help out with all these things it just seems insane and i that's what and I, they do it so seamless like, or at least the editing makes it feel like it's so seamless. Because even in the drone shots, we did not see a camera person following them up the stairs. Again, could have been edited out. Yep. I get it. But still, it's just, it was very, I just don't know that Amazing Race got budget like that to like be sitting here editing people out of steps. Um, yeah, they don't got that CG budget. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then, yeah. So it's, and the next group is the girls. So Raquel and Kayla and Lulu and Lala, which I have to laugh again because we said Lulu and Lala seem to be, again, like a little bit like, oh, let's just like try not to argue. Let's be good. Let's follow directions versus um, Raquel and Kayla who are like, we're not going to come in last. In fact, we're going to do so well. We're killing it. We're amazing. Wow. Like, and it's like the Dodo edit, right? Where it's obvious that they're messing up because they're like, shouldn't we have seen Lulu and Lala? Like, oh, they must have messed well, up because it's obvious <laughs> it's not us. The the justification, like they're the way they're gaslighting themselves, I love it so much. They're incredible. I mean, and I think that it's so funny to me that they're like, oh, we're probably like in first place. Like the delusion that you can come, you can leave 15 minutes behind a team and then not seeing any other team or passing them on any sort of road be like, we're probably ahead of them. Like, what is the madness? Like it I <laughs> This is what I mean when I say I want this confidence because I could I never. I'd be like, just think about the math. Like, I don't see anyone. In fact, the team I left with, I don't even see them. So I like because I don't have that confidence in myself. And maybe I should have more confidence in me. But like, I think I'd be like Lulu and Lala where it's like cautiously optimistic. Let's mm. see what happens when it happens. Um, and then unfortunately, <laughs> um. 
Arun and Natalia are the next one with Akbar and Cherry, right? They go together. Yeah. Um, and this team, team three, is 30 minutes now behind because they're leaving in 15-minute increments. Um, and but I'm to this due to Akbar's weight, Sherry has to do this. That was really funny. I've never seen oh that before in the amazing race of like for medical reasons, you cannot compete this much. I I think we've seen it before because they've had um they have Harlem Globetrotters on. Um, oh, that's right. Stuff like, yeah, yeah. So I think there have been other uh, um, things, but I could not stop laughing because poor Sherry, like, what would you do, Naomi, if you were in this situation? <laughs> I just, like, I feel so him. bad. For- Sherry really has been getting the brunt end of the stick. Like, yes. And Mike Bloom talked about it last week on, on the RHAP coverage. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and I was going to ask you, Sasha, like, what do you see? Have you which teams do you think have like taken the time off and improved, and which teams have not? Because I think we both know which team has not taken the time off to improve, yes. which is Akbar and Cherry. Now, I think that they're really cool people who do really cool things for their community. I also think that they are such a uh, typical relationship we see on the Amazing Race, where yes, <laughs> when you're in a long-term relationship, you're very comfortable with the person that you talk to. But sometimes when you're frustrated, rather than thinking about what the other person is experiencing, you just treat a person harshly because you're frustrated. And yeah. <laughs> this always bums me out. And it always makes me sad to see couples. I think I've always said, like, uh, there can never be two happy couples on The Amazing Race. Always one of them has to be toxic mm-hmm. and yelling at This each is other. why I would never go on The Amazing Race with my husband. Because yeah, I never. I think would be Akbar. Where I'm just like, you are so annoying. Like, we do work well under actually pressure situations. But if we're annoyed at each other, because we're both only children, it's horrible. Um, because, again, we're so used to, like, being <laughs> alone and figuring things out that having to work with someone else, it's, like, horrid. So, I no, don't do that to your relationship. And you know who Akbar should have gone with? Maybe a professional athlete. Because, guess, you are not married to one anymore. Like, she's not a D1 athlete. And neither are you, my guy. Um, but anyway, yeah. it's just I feel like they're really torturing her at this point. Um, and I just want to say... Did you notice, Naomi, that Arun and Natalia couldn't even find the car? Like, let alone. <laughs> I did. I did. They were just beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. I literally thought the camera person honked at them because I, I heard a honk. And I was like, I bet you that was production being like, nah, we can't have them screwed up this bad at the start. So we're just going to tell them where the cars are. To me, I, I almost think of that that amazing race problem is like to me, I, I think of it as like the fishbowl brain where mm-hmm. you just keep looking around and you're so scared of what's going on that you're like, I don't see it, I don't see it, it can't be. Yeah, like if you just think logically, you're in the parking lot, it's gotta be here somewhere. You can hear the fucking beeps. Just just relax for a second, you're gonna find it. This oh is, I think, Arun and Natalia's big problem is that yes, they cannot handle the chaos that surrounds them. Like the, I think Natalia really made a really poor decision a couple weeks ago to switch detours. Right. Because she just freaks out. And then she goes like, Oh, oh, what are we going to do? And her dad just wants to make her happy. So he's like, sure, let's go to the other detour. Poor guy. He is a trooper, but he's so cute. When he's like cheering for her as she jumps off. I loved, I love him. Yeah, They apparently did that in like five minutes. Um, Like they were very quick. She was so ready. 
uh, to do it that they, it didn't even matter. Yeah. And I want to say, so I was um, either listening. I, yeah. Aruna and Natalia were on Lulu and Lala this week and they were talking about how they did not, like they admitted to not practicing because he allegedly worked the, like they left on a Monday and that Sunday he was working at a restaurant still. Wow. So, um, so it seems like they didn't, like either know that the call was coming or they just weren't ready for it for whatever that means, like either personally not ready or, you know, production mm. time wise, not sure exactly what happened, but maybe it's because Isaiah and Taylor were, um, in, uh, were in Switzerland, right? That's where they started the leg. Yeah. They were yeah, in Switzerland. Started. Um, and they had to go, they had to go back home. So it could be because of that. Like I'm, I'm not entirely sure, yeah. but yeah, basically that's why they got called back. Um, and so again, that's why it could be either or I'll just say that. Um, but point is they did not prepare is what I, oh. is what this comes down to. And they admitted it, which now I'm like, okay, at least I know you didn't prepare and that's fine. At the, like whatever. <laughs> um, and so we now let's get to the pit, uh, not the pit stop. Oh my God, the roadblock. Mm. So Ryan and Dusty and Kim and Penn arrive at the dam first. And turns out they rock, paper, scissor for who's going to plunge first. I thought this was BS. She got there Thank first. You. She hustled her little butt and she grabbed number one. Don't you dare imply that just because you drove together that she, th- this is Amazing Race 101. If you're trying to get somewhere, run to yes. the Yes. No, I, I just thought it was very frustrating. Like, I was like, shut up. Like, I'm not, I would be like, oh, why don't y'all just go second? But what, um, what was interesting is that even though Dusty went first, um, apparently he was like really good. And Ryan was like, super like, oh, Dusty's going to do great. This is totally saying when he came back up, he was like, like, you know, a cat that had water poured on it, like super like eyes were huge, all of this stuff. So he's very stressed out about all of this. Um, and uh, that's what stressed Kim out even more than she already was. Um, and Ryan and Dusty apparently waited for Kim and Penn. So it seems like it doesn't even matter. Uh, so that, that's, I have to respect that. Like, you know, yeah, so that's the only time I'll say like, fine, I guess it really was okay to rock, paper, scissor. Um, and uh, Ryan and Dusty beat Kim and Penn in a foot race 10 times out of 10. So does it really matter to, you know, like if I were Ryan and Dusty, this is exactly what I would do versus uh, Kim and Penn. So I get it. I, I think they're playing smart and might win. <laughs> and I think that you're exactly right. Because when you're, when you're on the amazing race, right? All you need is another team to provide you with information and not be last. And mm-hmm. then in the end, you keep like keep private things to yourself and don't help them in the end and yep. that's just the name of the game and i feel like on the amazing race i would be happy to work with another team we don't need to be in a tight alliance we don't need to share every detail but as long as we are not last and we're at the front of the pack you can't really do this when you're like lulu and lala and raquel yeah. and um uh, raquel Kayla. And Kayla because you're closer to the end and like you might exactly lose. But also, uh, it was so interesting last episode where, like, Natalia kept emphasizing, like, I shouldn't have, or two episodes ago, she's like, I shouldn't have helped the other team, that bad karma, the karma didn't help me. And it's like, well, you helped the other team, but they, like, it it wasn't in a way that, like, detrimentally affected exactly. you switched detours. You didn't, yeah. you fucked yourself a little bit here. 
I'm very sorry. I was sad about mm-hmm. it. But I think No, that, I agree with you. Like, uh, um, we see at we'll get to it, we'll see at the detour yeah. that like uh the guys tell Sherry and Akbar, like, you know, do two trips. Like, and is that a little bit of sly information? Sure. Do they drop a bottle of wine? Yeah. So is it potentially good information? Yeah. So it, it's something where if you're kind to other teams in the race, but you don't take too much time, I think it does come back to help you because people like you. You, The Amazing Race gets so catty so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, especially last season. Out, I guess. Yeah. Stop the madness. Uh, So, yeah. So then uh, the point is now they have to drive to Piazza Carlo um, Bagalini. Uh, Sorry. Bataglini. Whatever. I'm sorry. I am not Italian. I don't speak Italian. Um, To search for their next clue. And, uh, you know, I'll say quickly, Kim completes her jump. Like, she does say that she was dealing with a lot of like anxiety and adrenaline after but at the end of the day she said 12 times out of 12 i will do the jump before i'd let someone catch up to me lulu and lala kill it i feel like they're having a really beautiful moment together they're not being like their annoying self and i <laughs> this is the one i want to ask you about akbar yes. and sherry Again, this poor Sherry is like, am I connected? You know, it's like, <laughs> what's happening? And then she's like, oh, my God. And then when she jumps, Naomi, she says, Lord, just get help me. <laughs> like, let me get up. Pull me up. Pull me up. I love Sherry. Oh, God. And Sherry, look, Sherry, what you have to respect about Sherry is like, Sherry isn't really complaining. Sherry no. is just being very clear with her limits. She's like, I am tired. My legs hurt. I need to Yes. This is exactly what you want to be doing with your amazing race partner. You got to vocalize what's going on with you to make sure that you are keeping a good pace. And Sherry is great. I love her. I also love there was a weird moment where Akbar's like, I'm she gave me two sons, and this is the next mo- proudest moment I have with her. I was like, this is the next proudest moment you have with her. Like, <laughs> you can be proud of her. Of course, she she totally triumphed over her fears. But like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just bless their heart. Man. They're, they're, they're on another level. Uh, Raquel and Kayla arrive in fifth place. And I love that they're like, we're fifth? Fifth? Oh, what do you mean God. fifth? Um, and they're probably like, oh, there must be 10 teams if we're fifth. Because um, they say, oh, we must have taken the scenic route. But they quickly finish. And then, damn, Arun and Natalia come in two and a half hours later? It seems like. I don't again. I don't know the math on this, so like, don't quote me. But like, because the drive yeah. was two and a half hours, so they were far, but they were off. They, they, they were running their own race, is what I'm trying to explain. Um, but Natalia apparently leaped leaped off pretty quickly, and they were in and out of that hard. task. Which again, I think when they're doing the detours, they're actually pretty good. Uh, doing tasks, they're really good. It's just the self driving is gonna is is their downfall. Yeah. So now. Yeah. We're at the detour, Naomi. Um, everyone's on their way eventually. Uh, so the detour clue is teams have two choices. Bartender race or sausage in case. Uh, and in the bartender race, teams will race up a massive staircase, but they don't know about it, that, that part yet. And they have to deliver 12 bottles of wine and 12 bags of chestnuts from street vendors to a cocktail party. Uh, again, a top 
this really great stairway. I, I don't care to name it. Google it. Uh, to receive their next clue from the head bartender. And in sausage and case, they have to make nine feet of Lugiageta uh, sausage, which is like a really famous sausage in this part of the country. Which one are you picking? So this is this brings me to one of the top reasons I think people under respect the amazing race like think about the logistics of this for a second do you want to make sausages that are like feet long like did you say it's like four feet long or something like that nine nine feet long that's so much bs to be doing and sausages break and split like you see it on top stuff all the time like you can't keep a sausage together it's simple it's easy Mm. or uh, you get deceived by the easy task. Now, I, I think that just in general, for me, I'm always going to be t- picking the task that is less physically demanding. Um, yeah. But, you know, I've seen The Amazing Race enough times to know that sometimes the longer, more complicated task that is less physically demanding is going to screw you. However, like, if I start the bartender task and I see that staircase, I'm like, Screw that. I'm going to do the sausage. Like, I, yeah, I did not you couldn't find me on the staircase. staircase. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. But the please. only way I'm I'm doing the staircase, if you know those um the the chairs that you put on the stair for the for the older people, yeah, that's how I'm getting up, the staircase. Going up and down the stairs in, yep. in uh, Italy. I'd literally I, I mean, be your next triple A commercial. I've fallen and I can't get up. Like that would be me. Like life alert my ass out exactly. of this amazing race. Like well, there's no I, way. I think that's like something that people undervalue on the amazing race is like the ability to know exactly what you need to do and mm. not make mistakes. It is so hard in the amazing race to run a really good leg and, and be yes. first and do well. It seems easy, but a lot of it is like being very smart about your decision making yep. and looking around. We saw on the first episode, right? Like uh what's their freaking name? Oh yeah, like um or maybe no no, this was in this is in the Amazing Race that I was. Did they, no, they didn't have to find a Bobby in this one. This is when I was watching the Jessica and Cody season. They oh didn't find yes, a Bobby, which is mm-hmm. a London police officer. No, police Bobby officer. was this one. This was this yeah. One? It was the first episode. Yeah. Which team was it? It was a Connie and yeah, Connie, Connie and Sam. Sam. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah. Dude, all all the uh, older men of. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they're looking for the Bobby, right? and like, if you just take a second to ask somebody, or you think a little bit more about like what this could be. Like you'll find the solution, and that's what separates the great amazing race teams from the mediocre ones. And we saw it where um, the like the cops went home last episode because they couldn't be specific. They couldn't be smart about what they were the choices they were making, and like, they lost the game because of it. And and so this is all to say that like I really respect teams that are good at the amazing race because it is constant. It's like being in a double eviction all the time. Like it's just constant quick thinking. A controlling and out of control environment. Yeah. Um, agreed. No, agreed. Um, <laughs> and I again another thing why I don't know Akbar and Sherry didn't pick. Um just what the hell? Uh Kim and Penn again are the only people that seem to have said that they are uh, when I was watching their YouTube videos, that it seems like they are like very much on context clues, looking around, what's going on. Unfortunately, the other people are not as good. So 
it's very sad for me uh, that this is happening. But anyway, so Ryan and Dusty, which I think it is their strong suit and they should pick. So they do pick bartender yeah. race. Meanwhile, um, Lulu and Lala pick uh, advance to second place because they are uh, they choose the sausage one. And here's some like inside tea. It seems like Kim and Penn reached a detour first. Uh, in fact, they were 30 minutes ahead of Ryan and Dusty uh, because oh. Ryan and Dusty took like because they were following Kim and Penn and Kim and Penn like took an exit pretty quick and Ryan and Dusty couldn't take it. But it seems like they couldn't find the parking lot they were supposed to park in and lost 30 minutes because of that. And it seems like Kim, because, you know, she was like really high on the adrenaline from the bungee um, <laughs> jump, like wasn't really like giving the best directions in that moment. Um, and that's why like a pen even said like he knew she was wrong because she was taking them away from the lake, but kind of was like, you know what? She just did this wild thing. I'm just going to let it be. Uh, so that is why they were like, they technically would have been first otherwise. And they were like a hundred feet from the, where they were supposed to be and ended up like 30 minutes <laughs> out of the way. Horrible, horrible. Um, but, you know, it's I, fine because they ended up coming in third. So, spoiler alert. I feel like, to me, like, those – first of all, that's so funny. I never, ever thought about, like, the adrenaline that's yeah, just messing me either. in your mind. Mm -hmm. um, I, I love how much research, like, you're doing – like, you are the correspondent <laughs> D – uh, day Amazing Race. Like, you are crushing it in terms of knowing everything. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's because – I've been caught with my pants on a few times and now because every time I when I tweet about the this podcast, I'm like, well, I didn't know about this and I didn't know about this. So I was like, Sasha, like, get like do some damn research, which is this. annoying. It's like, why can't the show just tell me stupid? Right. Or give like a secret scene, which maybe they are. And I'm just not looking on Paramount Plus. But like, still, come on. Um, I mean, I don't so, think they even want you to watch The Amazing Race on Paramount Plus. They like. I literally, right. it's so impossible to find every time I want to watch The Amazing Race. And don't even get me started on Paramount Plus and how horrible that damn app is um, to try to get to watch anything. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, uh, that seems to be, and then uh, Kim and Penn do end up getting there, uh, like, and they are now in third place, technically. Um, and they're also doing Bartender Race, which I think makes sense. They're a pretty physical team. Uh, but, you know, so now we're like, are Lulu and Lala going to get this? You know, is it going to happen? Like, what's going to go on? But Lulu and Lala, Naomi, are too busy fighting with the damn bees, looking at Louis Vuitton, <laughs> looking at how attractive everyone is. I love them. Like, I Me really too, because that's what them. I would be. Oh. I, I would too. And I think, you know, despite all of this, they did a pretty darn good job. Yes, like, they were they, killing they it. They place. So, like, out of everything that they could have been, you know, kind of goofing off about, I don't mind that they want to hit on the the waiter who's giving them a cooler full of meat. I don't mind exactly. that they are, like, fighting with the beat because they're so funny to watch. And I love their um, attention to detail because they literally mm -hmm. even make another sausage just yes. in case their submission isn't good enough genius like if you're in the zone just keep being in the zone why not yeah they had two extras um that were and you could tell like they were much smaller <laughs> than like the the good quote-unquote ones but it seems like they got it on the first try mm -hmm. so that was amazing also i love the distance learning here uh, like maybe covid safe that they were up top on a balcony while they were looking <laughs> down um on it so i feel like that adds a layer of difficulty because you can't really 
see oh, it, like one on one. I'd be like, what? I can't. I'm such I'm bad. Blind vision. as hell. Yeah, same. So like my my glasses prescription working overtime on the Amazing Race. My contacts like just popping out of my skull. Yeah, literally they dry out because I'm not like closing my eyes. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, meanwhile we just you know knock knock. Remember Aruna and Natalia are still here. Uh, they've been driving an hour in the wrong direction. An hour in the wrong direction. Oh, okay, mind you, two and a half hours away already. They lost it. They lost in the sauce. And then I love that Natalia is so calm because, again, things I could never be calm, patient, because she says, um, was that Lagano or Lozano? And Arun, I think, almost like, like beat his daughter a little because he was like, what? I, Lagano. Like, I've been saying that. And then she's like, oh, well, that was back there. I He's got a lot just, of love for his daughter because that's what my mom would punch me. <laughs> my mom would be like, "What is wrong with you? Like, get your life together, please." I, oh boy, this was brutal, huh? As soon as she said an hour, and I was like, "Well, they're done." Because yeah, I was like, know, "Hang it up, bro. Hang it up." There's one thing you know from watching the Amazing Race is like, as soon as the team says they're behind by like more than 15 minutes, you're like, yep. "You're gone, so goodbye, see you never." I mean. And I- I'm really impressed with them that they, like, managed – they haven't really, like, had a meltdown about it. So, like, mm-hmm. that is really cool of them to have – Yeah, such, uh, they're so together, good oof. together. They're so bad at the Amazing Race. <laughs> no, so bad at the Amazing Race. But, like I said, things – I like, I could never in my, like, wildest dreams be that calm about anything. Mm-hmm. Like, even a podcast, I don't think I could be calm. If I'm, like, five minutes late to a podcast, I'm stressed out. Like, um, sometimes I play, right, Goose Goose Duck or Among Us with Puya and everyone. And even then, uh, if my, like, setup doesn't work, I'm, like, yelling at my husband. And I was like, can you make this work? Can you figure this out? Like – oh my god i think i would do like great casting of the amazing race but like i would be the villain 100 percent the villain um but i think as five foot yeah but as a five foot one person with this voice i think i could get away with it that's what it's like uh, scott and brooke which are yes i like watch and i was just like oh my god i cannot believe they won this race but you watch them back and you're like this is hilarious like she's just Every 10 seconds, she's just screaming for him. I feel like I would be yeah. that in a little bit, too. I'd be like, I can't reach this thing. You have to do the task. Me. Oh, my God. I, would, I Yeah. It, that's why I could never go with my husband because I would just, like, he would be a crutch for me where I'd be like, Karthi, can you just do this? And then he's so nice. He's, like, like such a good person. Right. Don't do it. it. Horrible. No. Absolutely not. Anyway. So, um, at, uh, yeah. So, I just wanted to, like, name that. And I think I'm just going to. We're going to let Arun and Natalia be at this point because they're just bless their hearts. Like self-navigation is not their friend. Um, And they do end up picking the sausage task and they do it right. Whatever. Anyway, so now back at the detour. Okay, Ryan and Dusty are killing it. You know, they're doing it half and half. So they're supposed to get 12 nuts and 12 um, wine bottles. So they're going to do six and six each time. So it's four, right? Yeah, four uh, trips up the stairway to hell basically uh and then okay they have they finished their nuts task now they're moving to the wine and they run into um they run into akbar and cherry if you see kim and pen and the two boys at a task are you doing that task 
is the first question. And then secondly, mm. you couldn't even walk around London like on, on normal, no elevation. And then the boys are telling you like the boys, okay, who are like the strongest team are like, you should do it in two tries. And th- what? And this is what you and you decide, nah, I think we're just going to catch up to the boys and we're going to take all 12 bottles and a gnome and try to walk up these damn stairs. Bro, what the hell? I mean, I think like to me. So Danny and Oswald are a team that I love. And something Mm -hmm. that they always operated on is that they would say we would do the task that less people were doing. Yes. Now, if you see two teams and you're surrounded by these people, like maybe it's one thing to know where they are, but if they're almost done, screw it. Go to the other challenge because you don't know where the other teams are and you want to see what that has to offer. I mean, I really think that like Sherry is just put through the ringer here and she does a really good job at sort of being like, she doesn't give up. She doesn't have, you know, she's having a hard time, but she doesn't have a meltdown about it. And to me, I think Mm -hmm. like for Sherry, I feel like Aqua just just is overestimating their physical ability. He talks constantly about how they're athletes and former athletes, but like former is in there. And like I'm a former athlete because I was bad yeah, at softball. Same. What does that like, mean? <laughs> that doesn't make that doesn't make me good now physically at things. And Ooh. I think that he just really wants to be this athletic guy and his ego is almost not letting him do the tasks that would be better suited for them to do better in this race. Good for them for finishing, but... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're still, like, doing well, so fine. But I just think that they could have actually probably jumped Kim and Penn had they done the sausage task. Um, or or at least jumped the, the girls. Uh, not Lulu and Lala, but um, Raquel and Kayla. I think they could have beat them because they would have just finished that task and moved on. But it's okay. Kim and Penn um, do all 12 nuts at the same time, which they so they skip a whole like round out of it. So, you know, they're so that's why they're solidly going to be, you know, second or third. Um, we got to talk about how this- they, they hand over the nuts and then he just dumps them in the bucket. Well, yeah. why was I so careful about the nuts if you're just going to dump them in the bucket? That's sir? what I'm saying. Like, what did <laughs> it matter? And then, um, like, shouldn't you be handing it out to people? Like, we've seen those in the past, right? Where they have had to, like, give it to people or, um, like, serve people. But do something like that. Like, the fact that you're just throwing it in a bucket, what's the point? Then if I dropped a few nuts, does it matter? Or is the production going to tell on you? Is it going to roll downstairs and you got to go chase that one nut? Yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Or were you given, like, okay, you can drop three nuts and that's all you can drop. I... Ugh, this is why I'm a little frustrated, I will say, with Amazing Race judges, where some are so ticky-tack and some are like, just throw it in the bucket. What? Okay. Uh, and then, uh, but Kim and Penn, like, quickly still make it happen. Um, and they do it in three. But Dustin and uh, Ryan actually are, like, probably a good amount ahead of everyone. So uh, they, even though they take four trips, because they're so far ahead, they 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 finish first. They're done. Whatever. Kudos to them. Um, and I just want to say, how did you feel? Because Akbar and Sherry are now full on in a fight mode, taking going up these stairs. And Kim is the one that's like, hey, Sherry, you're doing really well. Like, just hang in there. Meanwhile, Akbar is like, 
okay, you did both roadblocks. Like, that's good for you. What do you want me to say? Yeah, I feel like he just, like, lets the, the competitiveness take over him. Mm-hmm. And, look, they're they're not long for this amazing race. Like, we know they're going to go home. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. And I feel like, um, to me, if I was if I was on a team of the amazing race and I was doing kind of shit, I would just appreciate the ride that I was on. And exactly. some people are too competitive where they, they can't do that. Their psyche doesn't allow me. them for that. Yeah. But but I also think that like when other people can note your negativity and see how you're treating the person that you're doing the race with and they don't they don't like it and they don't enjoy it. Um, to me, if it, you know, you gotta take a look at that. And yeah. I was thinking that maybe having run a leg or two, they would have taken some notes on how to handle each other, but they have at least at the very end they always look happy about how they're doing yeah but. like they're at the end of the day they're so cute because i love that in the confessional akbar is like <laughs> sherry get one sherry's a d1 athlete she's not anymore um and you know so sherry likes to pick and choose when she has to be delicate and i love that sherry was like i'm not delicate like stop <laughs> that's not what i'm saying so i just think he needs to like maybe watching this back he will but you know i just hope he takes a moment to understand that like she's still probably superwoman just not in the same way that maybe when you met her and that's okay like she birthed two children like give her a damn break like women's bodies are so much more different than men so please akbar okay but somehow they fumble and bumble but you know they're getting it done okay um and so yeah kim and pen finish but lulu and lala wherever they are somewhere on you know in this little town they also are finished so now it's ryan and dusty lulu and lala who's gonna win who's gonna win who's gonna win ryan and dusty there dusty gets a cramp and he falls to the ground He, he is so like I, I can I under like this was one of the times that I saw somebody in the Amazing Race and I could just feel what they were feeling. You know, yeah, I was like, oh god, that sucks so hard. But also, I was kind of like, oh my god, is he to cramp so hard that Lulu and Lala are gonna get first place? Yeah, because but they were good, playing this. Good mm-hmm. for those two for improving very, very much. They have yes. done a great job turning it around. And at first, I, I I was ambivalent about them, but I'm happy to see that they're still in the race and yeah. trying their hardest. And like they've got so much fun going on between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But you know, the cramps will get, you drink a little bit of salt water, you rub it out, you'll get there, and and you know, exactly. you'll move on and you'll land at the pit stop. Yep. Um, and it does seem like they do get it together. Um, I just love that Lulu or Lala uh, almost got hit by a damn train, like when they're <laughs> yeah, running the bus. Yeah. Yeah, it's giving very New Yorker because you can tell that they're probably so used to just like not caring about yeah. like anything and just going. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, Ryan and Dusty do get to the pit stop because that was the last thing um, when you completed the detour is you get to the pit stop. But it's only a clue of a picture like in the little gnome satchel, like the clue is a picture um of like some building so you know that's kind of like the build up where they're like oh where do we have to go how do we have to figure it out nah they got it uh they come in first and not only do they come in first they win a trip to the caribbean to the island of demonica not dominica but it's not dominican republic so i guess demonica um and three five nights in the caribbean which i was like i want that and it's like a tree house it looks Man. nice, although I know, you know, like, 
and the amazing race you get a trip you don't get it until the race has aired and yep. so there's a little <laughs> bit now. of a frustrating thing where, like if i was on the race i'd be like okay great phil i'll see you in freaking a year and a half when my season comes out like god damn right like never god it's okay, like give me the money I have a question for you, which is like the so that this last part of the leg is hey the the roaming gnome has his satchel a little photograph of a place that you need to find and that's the pit stop. Do you like this like amazing race style like clue of like hey yeah it's on a coin or it's on a stamp and you need to find it? Is this like a a part of the amazing race you enjoy watching? I do. Um, again, like I'm not a purist, right? Like I like a little bit of trickery. I like a little bit because again, if it's giving dusty and ryan right like if it's so straightforward teams like these two and kim and pen even um even the kim and pen i think are struggling a little because of themselves not maybe because of their race but um it gives them a little bit of like a hiccup right like mm-hmm. it gives them something to kind of stress out over but it didn't seem like ryan and dusty were um really faced by it probably because they're in such a big um like marketplace or town center where they could just go in and ask someone, Hey, what the hell is this? Let's go there. But yeah, I'm into it. Like, what about you? I I like it. I, I like when even I like that even in the COVID-19 pandemic, they still have to talk to the public. They yes. still have to ask somebody, Hey, what's going on? Hey, do you know what this is? Because also like, it's just the luck of the draw. I've mm-hmm. seen, you know, the seasons where, like, people are sent, it's like, there's actually two museums of this, and, like, you gotta go to the Yes. Line. That can F a team up, and I, you know, it's kind of shady when the Amazing Race does that. They know what they're mm-hmm. doing, but <laughs> I love when they're like, oh, actually, the gnome has something in his pocket. There's a great task, um, I believe they're in Morocco in the Jessica and Cody season, where uh, the gnome had money in his pouch. Yeah, like, you had to realize that the gnome had the money for the payphone. And I love when they do that stuff because that to me is like that gnome is not just something that you have to lug along. It is also exactly. an element to what you're participating in. Yeah, because the worst is if they didn't have anything with the gnome and they just had to carry that stupid thing right. up all these flights of stairs. Horrible. Then, like, does he have to make the sausage with you too? I don't know. Um, probably. I bet not. it'd be helpful. You just poke the little like gnome head into the. Yeah. <laughs> right. Really wrap it up. Um. But oh. yeah. So you know. Unf- yeah. And then Lou and Lala do finish in second place, though. So they looks like they jumped Kim and Penn uh, in third. But again, I don't know if that was because of the 30 minutes that Kim and Penn were lost uh, with the driving or because of the sausage task. And then um, Akbar and Sherry do get all the chestnuts done. But then I love that the judge was like, no, you're not done. And Sherry almost hyperventilated because she's like, we have we we missed something. And then Akbar just takes a little chestnut out of the gnome and just throws it <laughs> into, that, into the barrel. And I was like, this man is done. They are exhausted and they look like they're about to collapse. Um, So it seems like they were done before before Raquel and Kayla or at least the sausage making task probably was a little farther away um but Raquel and Kayla kind of gun it because they didn't get the sausage making on their first try I think they had to do it twice mm-hmm. um so you think Akbar and, uh, and Cherry maybe had something but unfortunately no they raced them and Raquel and Kayla do end up coming in fourth Akbar and Cherry basically right away come in fifth 
And then, oh, wait, there's more. There's a whole nother team left because um, it looks like the sun is about to set. You know, they do make the sausage, like I said. I don't know if they get it on their first try. They're talking about Arun has like a really beautiful thing about sharing how they feel like they're beating themselves and blah, blah, blah. You know, like cute. And then they show up to Phil. <laughs> what a disadvantage because Phil says the greeter had to go. How would you feel if someone said that to you? I'd be like, let's just send me home. It's done. Well, for, for, I, we're glossing over an incredible moment, which is that Caleb uh, Kay- Raquel finished the leg and they're like, what oh, do yeah. you want to hear? And they're like, one and two. And he's like, no. <laughs> he's no. like, grip. <laughs> Girl, get a grip. And even you can tell that Akbar is like, what the fuck is she talking about? One and two. He beat her like, just like this. They they're not exactly a, a two pair, you know, if they had to like swap partners like that one, like I don't think they do very well at it. No. <laughs> I do think that it was really that was such a funny moment. I mean, the fact that the, the person had to go is so funny. And you can only imagine that like the pug just like fell asleep on the mat and was like I gotta bounce and look I know Phil says like oh I'm always at the mat I'm always ready I'm always nearby like I'm sure Phil is at the mat to a reasonable degree but there's no way that he's not like there's not like a trailer like 10 feet away that's like Mm -hmm. you know if I was a producer of the Amazing Race, I'd stick like a microchip in every one of them and track them and be like all right Phil they're like five minutes away get on the mat like here you go yes (laughs) Oh my god, I just couldn't. Like, I truly couldn't stop laughing. Um, and then yeah, Phil was just like in a saucy mood. I think he's probably just exhausted, like at these teams just taking so damn long. Um, and then, but yeah, turns out that, um, yeah, it turns out that Phil is like Arun and Natalia. You know, it, it's been a long day. You got lost. Our greeter had to go. Da 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 da. You will be. You are in last place. And they're like, okay. I- Okay, just tell us we're done. He said, but you will be racing again. Aruna and Natalia were like, what? We got to do this again? <laughs> I was shocked, honestly. And I, I had I had, had this spoiled for me on Twitter. But like, I was yeah. like, I, so I'm in two minds about this. And I want to know how you feel. Mm-hmm. One, sure, they brought all these people back. And to just send people home right away kind of feels unfair. Like, there's only mm-hmm. seven teams, six teams left at this point, right? Like, we're losing people fast. So yeah. we're going to get to the end game in like three episodes if we're not careful. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of things, fucking eliminate some people. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. So here's what I think. I think last week should have been non-elimination, not this yeah. week. I think that it, it sh- it wouldn't, it's not fair. Because, like, maybe the bungee jumping, like, they could pay for one extra person, right? Like, I don't know that it's such a big deal. Um because that's the only task I can think of that would, you know, that's like the make or break. Because everything else I feel like is so chill um, for an extra team to do. Like, it's the first leg back, you know, let them like, and you had just eliminated someone last episode. So it's not like we're, you know, back to back non-elimination. Like, like give, give Michael and Mo a chance, especially after you gave them a speed bump. Like, come on. I would rather that than, and then this one could have been an elimination leg. That's how I feel. Um, I, I, yeah, I think exactly she just right. switched it. You, you, you're you so right because I think also they're they're staying in the same location, right? Yes. They're not going anywhere. So no. To me, to me, it makes no sense to, 
decide to leave, like decide to stay in a location, but lose a team, but then save people for the next leg, like make it another keep on racing, make it something that's happening. And like, we'll get to it. And I really love Rune and Natalia, like, but they're, they're feeling like the, um, the sisters from last season were like yes. they kept surviving and you'd be like, damn, like they, they're going to go home soon, but like, holy shit, they keep getting lucky. Good for yeah. them. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, because Phil said, will I be seeing you last next leg? Because <laughs> it seems like the only thing again, it maybe they're actually yeah, they'll probably get a speed bump that won't be shown for some yeah. reason. Um, but it seems like that they will be on a uh, on transportation quote unquote by themselves. Um like they yeah. will be uh the third transportation like everyone else will be paired together. So they're really by themselves at this point. Um is what Phil has told us. So I'm assuming they're going to have a speed bump. I hope the speed bump is not ridiculous, uh, but we shall see. Uh, and next week we know that there's like some drama again with Ryan and Dusty. I really think they're trying to make it um, to where like, oh, the boys aren't that invincible. Like, you know, feel bad for them. But they had a cramp. Like what? <laughs> I will say what I do like is that because, as we know, we have this ability to, uh, if you finish in second place, you're right up there with the first place team. Yes. You can never rest on your laurels as the first place team. Mm -hmm. These guys can, even though they're really good at the race, they, yeah. they can't just automatically pull out ahead of everybody. And so I, that's what makes me excited. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll, I also, I have to say, I don't, I don't hate that they're not starting t exactly 12 hours after they're. Oh, arrival. I agree. Yeah. I don't think that that is necessarily a mechanic of the amazing race that is like so essential to the amazing race. How, how do you yeah. feel about the tasks so far? Because I know people in the past have complained that the tasks are just not as good or they're like pretty like lackluster. And look, we all saw that finale last season, but how do you Oof. feel about the tasks this season so far? Yeah, I'm um I like them. I think the, the London tasks were a little meh, but since mm -hmm. we've, um, like the digi ben or whatever that task was fine i think it was like cool you got to walk around i feel like they should have had to do something at each checkpoint but maybe because it was nighttime uh, but still they could have done something at each checkpoint um but yeah i think the london and like the mail rail oh horrible that was a really bad task like i thought it was cute but also they could have done something more um like maybe they had to pick someone's mail up you know like you had to get like a certain person um uh, like something uh but besides that I, but i do think the switzerland like these tasks have been good like I'm, I'm enjoying them i think they're like og amazing race type tasks uh where um the mountain obviously was probably one of the most beautiful things yeah. we seen so um that's why i'm loving it like for you as a binge watcher like how does it feel i also really like it i like that we're getting um these like really cool views i always love a task that incorporates like the environment uh in an yes. interesting way i kind of feel like the stair like the stair task was fun and the sausage task was fun but i'm really looking forward to more tasks that are like you know I can't wait till we go to a country where the signs are not in English and have to like, yes. you know, deliver things to a bunch of places or something like that. Like those task stories fun to me where like the people are just like lugging, you know, like the mannequins through the streets and like yeah. complaining. Like I Wasn't love it somewhere that. in Africa, right? They, I feel like that they were, um, yeah, they had I've, to like 
they had to shop. Like, I love when they have to shop in, like, markets because they are lost. They are so lost. And it's such a shame because I don't think they'll go to any open-air markets with COVID. But what I really hope that they do are tasks that are uh, more creative than let's say like the cake decorating one like that was so easy oh my god and yeah I hope that they um I hope that they find tasks that are like a little more technical because we only have so many people left in the race so uh let's do some really cool stuff like I remember last season the the task where they made a cello out of trash or when they made the, uh, the tiles those were tasks that had great cultural uh learning experiences and were difficult and you needed to pay attention to. So I'm I'm looking forward to tasks like that this season. I really hope that they are in this race. Me, yeah. That's I, I again at this point, I think we're just gonna take whatever we can get. Um, like let's see. I'm I'm hoping for like fire tasks. I'm I'm praying for that um as we come up. But Naomi, anything else before we wrap things up here? Um I just want to say that, like, I love The Amazing Race. I think it deserves more period. respect. Period. Uh, yeah. Period. And I also think that uh, in this season, I am really rooting for, like, a Lulu and Lala come from behind win. Oh, Look, yes. Respect to Ryan and Dusty. Uh, like, and, and I like him and Penn, all of that. My mom is like, oh, she loves them because she knows them from YouTube, right? Yeah. But I want to see a woman win this season again. And I love the idea that they have an alliance going. So. That's what I'm crossing my fingers for. Uh, but also great on the, it, it, it didn't get talked about, I think enough because the season mm-hmm. was so cut short, but I love that the amazing race is kind of sticking to what we have asked of survivor and big brother in terms of diversity and asked for more yes. interesting people and more non-white. Oh my God. If you go back, look, if you go back and watch the amazing race, like I did and you binge it, it's a lot of people from college, yeah. a lot of bros, a lot of dudes hanging out by the amazing. I mean, race. look at the winners list. We talked about this last time. Um, if yeah. you're white, you're win. Looks like you have a better chance of winning for some reason. And so I'm really happy to see that we have such a great mix of people on the amazing mm-hmm. race. And and I love that that's something that will continue forward. Hopefully, because, yes. Uh, it, it brings a lot of fun to the table. Like these are all really interesting and dynamic characters. Glad they're on. Uh, and overall, look, I'll jump off 722 foot dam if it means that I can hang out with the Roman gnome. Oh my god, or Padma Lakshmi for you, right? Right, yeah, me and Padma <laughs> hanging out. Um, if I really want to go like bold about it, I'll do like Zach Efron or something and then just try and make oh. it like a romantic sort of like, oh my god, yeah, because you're listen, if crazy. you're sharing a hotel room together, it's a wrap. <laughs> God, I hope my boyfriend doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, understand reality versus uh, like not. And we are in not reality it. currently. I've, I've, I've known Zach for longer than I've known him, you know, so it is. That period. It is. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let him know. Oh my God. Dasha, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, Before you go, obviously, if you don't know who Naomi is, you're you're failing but where can people (laughs) find you tell us all about you (laughs) um well first of all uh i if if you ever catch me on twitter at naomi calhoun whenever i get bored i start tweeting about things that i find objectively funny about the about (laughs) reality tv and just to name a couple one is the afghanimals losing the amazing race twice yes way two is jet and cord losing the amazing race twice which i love um and uh uh, but also, I have a podcast called My White Was Robbed, where I talk about Survivor hot takes or any reality hot takes. So if you have one, 
DM me. We'll talk about it on the pod. Uh, just did a great episode um, about what was my episode about? I've, I've been editing so much lately. Uh, Real. This oh was the A.J. Norris episode. Oh, my God. He's so mm. funny. He <laughs> talked about Laurel Johnson. She's incredible. And oh, I love A.J. Yes. A.J. is incredible. And on Silent Podcast, Nicole Gia and I talk about Project Runway every week. New episode has been published for this week, but we have more uh, upcoming. And I love Project Runway. And look, surprise announcement. Gia Nicole and I are going to be talking about Top Chef next season as well. So when one door closes and walks the catwalk, another door opens. And uh, so I will be hanging out with Padma Lakshmi for many months to come. Yes. So excited. (laughs) We're bringing more coverage to Silent Podcast, baby. Get (laughs) excited. Um, Thank you so much, Naomi, for being here. Just not only talking through Amazing Race, but like all the like TV production, like (laughs) you know, background stuff. Like it's so exciting to me. So thank you. Thank you for bringing all of that um, here to all Happy of us to be here. listening. Um, thank you to all of you listening. If you want like to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at fun size underscore oh four, where uh, I don't know. I'm just like yelling about random things like a weirdo. And um, I will be on the CBS cast. Uh, like, I don't know. What is it? Deep dive, I guess, is what we're calling it with Rob and Taryn over on Rob has a podcast tomorrow. I, yeah, I believe it's going to come out tomorrow. So tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, I'm just I'm going to try to educate. Rob and Taryn honestly I'm just there to educate about Cynthia because like justice for the girl is boring but I can't wait to bring them the friendship contract and you know that's what I'm most excited for let's be honest uh, oh, and I hope nobody so- in my life ever says the girl is boring <laughs> that's just what I hope things they will me. never say about you trust me <laughs> or like that's you <laughs> They don't know us if they say that. That you're dumb if they say that, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll be on there. And if you want more amazing race coverage from me, I will be on the tar- this week's Tar Pit as well with uh, Mike and Jessica uh, over on Rob Has a Podcast as well. So if you want to hear me keep talking about amazing race, check me out on Tar Pit. I think it'll come out Perfect. sometime this weekend. Um, oh my God. I hope I didn't forget anything else, but I think that's all my podcasts for this week coming up. Um, apologies if I forgot anything, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you're here, you're a real one. Make sure you subscribe, <laughs> make sure you rate, make sure you leave us a review on Spotify and Apple. Me and Elizabeth. Thank- let us yes, know. Elizabeth Queen, because she, she she said I'm gonna get everyone. Okay, we're not just gonna do one. That that's what you should be doing it. Read mm-hmm. all of the Silent Podcast podcasts. Okay, and with that, thank you so much. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh. Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. 
We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.